0: Third wheel, third wheel, welcome to the third wheel, with me, me and you. So you live together at your parents' place. Yeah. (laughs) How's that vibe?
1: Yeah, it's a pretty good vibe. I I really like it. Do you like it, Holly? Yeah,
2: I I actually (laughs) do love it. You wouldn't think that you could love it, but Jackson's got parents that are out of this world, so Mm. it's actually pretty good. How long have you been living there for?
1: About a year and a half.
2: Uh, yeah af- Coming I think up two years After the last
0: lockdown
1: Yeah The last like long lockdown It was like in April, June
0: That was one year That was less than a year ago Yeah, that was yeah. less than a year ago So oh. we haven't been there for a year Okay, I'll take it back <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I
1: also yeah. call my mum by her first name, hence the Karen. But, it, yeah, right. gets confused a lot yeah, with the meme. Yeah, do you find that
0: weird? Well, I mean, I definitely, well, first I was like, it's a meme, but then I thought it was maybe a flatmate. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, flatmate. Flatmate-landlord kind of combo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty
0: much. But also mother. Also mother, yeah. yeah.
1: Also birthed me, so that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> quite close. <laughs> maybe
0: it's a form of, like, respect, you know?
1: yeah. Yeah, I'd like to think so. But I,
0: yeah. I kinda
2: see it as the opposite. Oh. Because you always hear of like parent well, my parents in particular, like if I called my mum by her first name, she would like probably slap me across the face or something. She wouldn't <laughs> do that. But she would be like No Excuse I, me. I am mum to you, you know? Like wow, that yeah. that would be a form of disrespect in my family. So uh. like when I heard Jackson for the first time call his mum and dad
1: Karen and Grant. Karen,
2: <laughs> Karen, and Grant. I was like,
0: wow, what a disrespectful.
1: <laughs> How are you, Sarah? You are you a, a mum and dad or a definitely, first name?
0: Yeah, definitely mum and dad. Yeah, yeah. But when I, because I'm Swiss, when I speak Swiss to them, I use mummy and papi, which which is like, it's a little bit like what children, like little children, call their parents. Gotcha. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I've never. I, I didn't grow up in Switzerland, so like, if I was an adult in Switzerland, I'd probably call them "mutter" und "vater," which is like the adult way of referring to I your see, parents. I see. But because I didn't grow up there, I'm just stuck in this like mummy and daddy childhood <laughs> language stage. Yeah, which is a big vibe. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. <laughs> is it cool? It is cool. It is.
2: It's cooler than yeah. No, it's cool. <laughs> cooler than. Fair it's face. cooler than what
0: Jackson does. <laughs> It's yeah. also yeah.
1: cool you speak another language as well. Yeah. I'm, mm. I'm monolingual, so I yeah I don't have any other um,
0: <laughs>
1: any yeah. other languages mm. up in my sleeve.
0: Yeah,
1: Not yet, though. Not yet. Just Are not you yet. Fl- you're fluent in Swiss?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, mostly. I mean, like, I can have a conversation quite easily, but if the topic goes into, like, politics or gotcha. um, science or something like that, something mm-hmm. that I would be able to speak about in English... I struggle in so because mm. I just don't like I don't talk to my family about that sort of stuff so much. So mm. a yeah. lot, well, not in like a technical way. Yeah, so gotcha. The vocab's just not there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's not that I can't understand it. Like if I watch television, I can understand it. But if I had to express it myself, I'd, I'd yeah. struggle. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's just cool. more it's so weird though. how
2: it goes that way. Like you, um, you can understand one way, but not. Projected the other Yeah I found that with um, Spanish I only did Spanish for like six months But I can kind of pick up If we watch like a Spanish-speaking Netflix show or whatever I can pick up bits But I wouldn't be able to like speak it Produce yeah. it yourself,
1: yeah Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, but I guess that's the thing Like your mind sort of fills the gaps, right? Like mm. Yeah It picks up the bits that you know And then the bits that you don't know, you can kind of just like make assumptions about what it means. Whereas if you're speaking, you can't just like fill the gaps with another language yeah, or exactly. whatever, you know? Like. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Actually, we did, didn't we, that girl at Splaw that we helped oh, yeah. to her attend, <laughs> she, I think, well, we we couldn't figure out what nationality she was because she couldn't figure it out either. But she was <laughs> she was either vibe. French yeah. or like or Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, mm. and I think she kept switching between
1: between the two and English between as English as well. English
2: <laughs> French and Spanish. Yeah, she kept yeah. switching, wow. but we, we were able to understand what she was saying. Mm. But she was mm. just too cut. She couldn't understand her own
0: identity. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty sad. Amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> So when you um, moved in together Did you move straight into that house Or were you living together somewhere else And then after lockdown
1: like- uh, We were living in um, a house that uh, So me and three other mates bought a house In Waterview sure. uh, So pulled our money together And had help from parents as well Which really fortunate um, And then I was there for about nine months-ish Or oh, maybe six months And then Holly moved in there mm-hmm. um, And that kind of fell apart Kind of first lockdown fell apart a bit, and then hung on for a little while, and then it fell apart by the second lockdown. Mm. So straight to the parents' house, and Mm. yeah, been there ever since.
0: Mm. It's pretty. (laughs) I mean, it's a pretty good way to like save money. I guess. Yeah, well. yeah, I assume, very good. I assume your parents aren't, like, charging you market rates. No, no, <laughs> like, no. Like, no. <laughs>
1: paying rent, but, like, yeah, very little, yeah. which is, yeah, very fortunate. Yeah. yeah, And there's, like, a, it's a downstairs bit with it's a, a bathroom and stuff, so it's kind of it's almost like a studio apartment-ish. Mm. Um, so it's like a separate space as opposed mm. to being, you know, mm. always in each other's space, which is nice.
0: It's such a funny generational thing because I was talking to someone about this the other day, how people in, like, Mid to late 20s or even early 30s. Now it's not crazy to be like, Who are your flatmates? or like, Mm, you know, living with your parents or like anything. This is not an unusual thing, this is totally normal, yeah. Whereas the generation before us, like, if you were late 20s, definitely 30s, and you had flatmates, yeah, it's like, Get your shit. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. is everything all right? (laughs) Yeah,
2: I think, uh. people are more um, understanding of it now because most of us can't afford to either rent um, in Auckland or buy a house. So Mm. it's like, Mm. of course I'm going to (laughs) live at my parents if that's an option. Like you'd be silly not to. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I kind of felt silly in uni because I was like, I'm getting out of, my family home, like I didn't want to go flat. But that's then an I'm, achievement, eh, hey, to that's move a, out. Yeah. yeah, and it was an achievement until I had no money and then <laughs> I learned about my friends who are still living at home and I was like, oh, I guess it's not uncool to live at home. But it's like <laughs> yeah. way too late to ask mum if I can move back in. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it is pretty normal now, which is good, good for us.
0: <laughs> it definitely creates like a totally different dynamic though, right? Like I, I feel like in terms of like relationships – that, again, like we would have had with our parents compared to them with their parents. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mm. Which I think is actually kind of cool. It's really nice,
1: having like an an adult relationship in like the most PG sense of the word. Like (laughs) um, when you're you're young, like kind of starting uni, you're kind of like, I'm going to be independent, I'm going to be sick, I'm going to have the coolest flat. Yeah. And then it kind of goes full circle and moving back home, you kind of, instead of them being your... Well, they're still your parent, but mm. them kind of uh, being the authority figure, they're more like a, a friend. It's more of a friendship almost. Yeah. You can yeah. kind of connect with them on a, on a better level. I really yeah. like that. That's yeah. cool.
0: You can kind of empathize with them a little bit more. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You know about, yeah, just like adult shit that they have to deal with. You <laughs> yeah, know?
1: yeah. Yeah. And you kind of reflect on just how much, how useless you were as a chi- as a child <laughs> oh. or growing up and you're like, I don't know, you might have flatmates that are like kind of useless. Yeah. And you're like, man, like, I used to do that all the time. Yeah. was so true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hard. And flatmates is also a really interesting thing. Um, just because, like, this idea of a group of adults living together mm. and sharing responsibilities, but they're not necessarily romantically involved. Correct, it's yeah. It's, like, pretty, <laughs> pretty new way of living mm. for, I mean, for a... Western capitalist society. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think it's entirely necessary though. Um, Like you learn so much. Huge learning curve. I mean, no judgment to these types of people, but I have met people who have just lived with their parents um, ever since. You know, they're a child.
3: Yeah.
2: And you kind of think, well, there are so many things that you'd miss out like learning like first of all dealing with useless people yeah um and how to deal with useless people not that all flatmates are useless yeah yeah yeah. but like if someone doesn't clean up the kitchen you know that's a conflict that that's a a, a day day-to-day conflict that you need to learn how to deal with and mm. it helps you with other conflicts as well yeah and it's yeah, how to know.
1: deal with conflict is a is a yeah, really and good flat skill flat to have. I think. Yeah, I think flatting
2: is the best way to learn that. Yeah, because yeah.
1: it puts all your norms kind of in in this one like I don't know melting pot of like, okay, this is how like I've always done something, and yeah. so you've always done something. Like both can't coexist. Like there needs mm. to be some kind of compromise. And mm. Mm. yeah, I think it's a really interesting kind of social experiment almost to flat mm. with randoms. It's good flatting with your mates as well to like you know. You find out how they've they were brought up and how they live, and then yeah. when you flat with a complete random, it's kind of there's there's a level of social etiquette that you kind of mm. have to. No, you can't teach it; you just wing it and work it out as you yeah. go, kind of. Yeah, yeah,
0: hundred percent. It just makes me think of like I don't know how much of how much of this sort of narrative was a myth and how much of it is really true, but this idea that I don't know in the forties and fifties people would. Live at home Until They found the person That they wanted to marry And then they'd Get married And move in With that person Yeah Imagine having to try And figure (laughs) out Like yeah Fucking This person Never puts their Fucking dishes away (laughs) Yeah You know what I mean And you're fucking Married to them Yeah And about to have Their child Yeah It's like ah
1: (laughs) That's a steep learning curve
0: Why would that would would be be tricky?
2: (laughs) And especially (laughs) getting married by twenty as well. Yeah. 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 The whole age
1: gap's kinda just shifted (laughs) a whole whole decade or so away.
0: Yeah. Hard, yeah. But I mean, the not being able to afford housing thing's pretty shit. Mm. But I definitely think (sighs) that our way of living together is I think arguably more healthy than just going straight into like romantic cohabitation. Yeah.
1: Would you move out of Auckland? Would I? Yeah, for the sake of owning something? No, nah, nah. nah. nah, I had a conversation. This is home, eh?
0: Yeah, I had a conversation with my partner about this and I just, I have, I've got, I've definitely got roots here now. Yeah. And like, yeah, I've got Pointon, I've got my friends at Crum, and I've got my work friends at the school where I used to teach. Yeah. And like mm. that is absolutely my bedrock. Yeah. Yeah. and if I moved away, you have to I'd, start all over I'd again. Had, eh? Yeah,
1: start from like level that. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, no, yeah. Like that. What about you guys? Would you ever
1: uh, the city? Maybe later on, but like at the yeah at the moment, I'm pretty pretty happy I here. Definitely would. Yeah? yeah, where would you go? Not
2: like not far, like
1: <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I was. I've always wanted to live in Munga Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, that's not far from Auckland. True, but.
0: Literally just over the border. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave Auckland just by that much. Mm.
2: Um, but if it meant I could own a house one day, I would definitely leave Auckland. Sure. Might mm. find
1: somewhere other than Mangapai. Yeah, <laughs>
2: actually. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Kai <Kitea>. Tai. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I don't know. Are you both from Auckland?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I, we're living in the house I grew up in, which is really nice. Like I never moved once. Where is Which is, is kind of strange, in Mount Eden. Oh, okay. No. Nice. Um, right next to Eden Park. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I I thought that was the that was my norm was mm. just your family home is your family home, but then kind of going through school, you realize people move two, three, four times in a in a lifetime, or even getting to twenty five, you might move three or four times. Mm. Um, but I've never done that, so mm. the idea of packing up all my stuff and moving mm. somewhere else doesn't really isn't really attractive to me, so. Yeah, it's, be, it's actually really nice going back there in the Sardna. It's got all that nostalgia and roots kind of mm. already there, which is mm. really nice. Mm. And a cat, which I've had since I was ten, so that that's always nice to come mm. home to so. mm, 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 mm,
0: mm, mm. as <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Yes. What about you, Holly? Where'd
2: you grow up? Um, I grew up in Fanoa Pie, oh, so
0: West Auckland. Yeah. I like to
2: call it West Auckland. Others don't, but
0: <laughs> what what else would it be? North. Um,
2: so, I think, yeah, it's like on the verge of being like north versus west. Um, but I like, definitely, it's definitely West Auckland. It's definitely West Auckland, yeah. yeah. I mean, people say West Auckland and they think Massey, Waitakere and, right, you know, yeah. Henderson and whatnot, but yeah, yeah. this is more further north. But yeah, right. Um, I grew up in a, what did you call it? No, commune. Not a commune. <laughs> <laughs> I, I call it. It was a community, Um, I guess, would you say it was like freehold land?
1: Yeah, it was like based around a school, right? Yeah, it was was based around
2: this little community school called Timatanga, which I went to for um, until I was year five. And then I went to a bigger normal school, (laughs) which was scary. Um, And yeah, so I lived there for most of my life until I was like 17, 18, and then... Moved out into town and... Lost all money. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> lost all my money in town. Um, I used to live on top of the army surplus store on, oh. K- on Karangahapi Road, Yeah, Whoa. which was pretty awesome. Um, lived there for a few years and then, yeah, have bounced around Auckland, flatting and going back home and going to Jackson's home and, mm. yeah, mm, mm, it's been mm. good. But, yeah, I am... A Westier heart. Mm, Yeah. mm. And soon we're going to move to Te too. actually. So Mm.
0: we're going back west. Yes, nice. Yeah, I'm excited for that. That's going to be nice. And have you always been musical?
2: Um, Yeah, I have. Um, Just uh, my my brother, my older brother, he um, grew up in the music industry. Actually, he started in the in rugby, but then had an injury. And so he started doing, um, like national anthems and musical theater. Um, and at one point he was in a band. And so I always looked up to him and, um, I lived in his shadow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but one day he's going to live in mine. Uh. (laughs) No, so, um, yeah. So me and him, we, um, other musical people in our family and then I uh, did classical piano for 10 years wow. and then I went to Auckland Uni and studied a Bachelor of Music. Oh, okay.
0: um, what yeah. was your specialisation in music? Uh,
2: <laughs> popular music. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So basically just contemporary writing, songwriting and performance and then a little bit of theory. Um, yeah, that, that was a great call. I was going to do events management at AUT but then I freaked out. I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> My dad wants me to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just I I quickly cancelled all that and then did a gap year and then found this course at Auckland Uni and then did that for 3 years. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Best decision ever.
0: That's cool. Hmm. It's funny it's um funny how we make decisions around what we're going to study. Like for me, I, I, I very like going to uni and studying arts was always just kind of like, well, that's what I'm going to do. And like my parents knew I was going to do that. And then I just like mm. did it. And I look back and I'm like, there is a lot of commitment, time, <laughs> yeah. money. Yeah. And I was just like sitting on my deck at home as an 18-year-old And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do that Political studies paper, it looks kind of interesting it's Yeah, crazy <laughs> yeah. You know, and now I'm like You know, I had to think a very long time Whether I want to do this Masters or not Like, mm-hmm. I was it's like, a huge commitment Yeah, But as an 18-year-old, I was like, yeah, okay I'll do a BA, like,
2: yeah, yeah. whatever Well, it's like you what? have no choice anyway So it's like, oh, I better make a decision anyway But yeah. it's, like it, it, We weren't really offered, or I wasn't Really offered the opportunity to um like have at least a few years off after high school which I feel like I would have really benefited Mm. from I only Mm. had one year off yeah but I feel like I could have done yeah Yeah. yeah. I could have done a few more and then Mm. figured shit out but (laughs) (laughs) but no regrets yeah cool You didn't
1: do a gap year, right? Nah, I I have yet to do a gap year. I'm um, <laughs> 27. <laughs> did so you
0: study? In, you studied yeah. engineering? Yeah? yeah.
1: So I got yeah. to the end of high school, and it, so it's five at primary, and then two at intermediate, and another five at things. So you've done 12 <laughs> years of study, and you're like, oh, let's do another four. This will be sick. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and you, I had mates that did gap years and like went overseas, and like I don't know, talking to them, they just said best decision ever. Like this is so great. And I kind of, I don't know, probably didn't have the balls to do mm. a gap year. I was just mm-hmm. like, yep, like. Physics and maths is my thing. Mm. I get it. Like engineering makes a lot of sense. Cool. Like all my mates are doing it. Sounds good. Mm. But yeah, as you say, you're 18 and you're young and you're dumb and mm. <laughs> you're like, oh. up. well. But
2: you wouldn't have.
1: What do you mean? Wouldn't have what? I thought
2: you like were happy that you did it that way.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I was. But like now reflecting back, it's like I've done almost tw- 22 years of. Study slash work and yet to have, like, a yeah. year of holiday. I've had holidays in between, but mm. yet to have, like, a year of just, like, okay, I'm going to figure out, I'm going to find mm. myself. <laughs> yeah. Just find yeah. myself along the way while yeah. working mm. and studying, yeah. 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 But, now uni was a, was a really good call, I think, like, because of the people you meet and I don't know, got, like, lifelong friends that yeah. you wouldn't have met otherwise, mm. yeah. which is really exactly. cool. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I studied um, civil engineering and then... Straight out of uni, got into a graduate program that was three years long, mm-hmm. um, and then after that three years finish, I stayed with the same company, and then yeah, I've been there mm-hmm. three another three years now. So
0: and you're making sure that planes land. Yes, well. yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. me. I I'm the guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. So how did music fit into your life? Yeah, then? great questions. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> um. I don't know, I think in high school, I was actually thinking about this before the podcast. So there was a um, the first time where I was like, okay, so like like, poetry was like the original kind of starter of music for Mm -hmm. myself. Um, I was at a um, ski week at the ski club I was a part of. Super privileged, I know. (laughs) Um, And a night was like, you had a skit night. So you had to Mm -hmm. come up with something. Um, and they're like, you can do anything, you know. You can like write a song or do a poem. And I was like, yeah, like don't know what I'm gonna do. I'll just write a poem. Like wrote it about know, um having rental skis and fucking them up and not really caring because they're rental skis. <laughs> um, and then and it, it went really well. And I was like, oh, this is actually sick. Mm. And then I think I was like 14 or 15 at the time. Um, and kind of right through high school, like Eminem was like my number one played if, if that Spotify year rap thing was yeah. a thing back yeah, then. Yeah. It would have been like top ten, all top 10 would have been all Eminem songs. Yeah. Um, and so just like memorized all his lyrics and all of that carry on. Um, yeah. And then, I don't know, I, I kind of just kept writing like my own raps and did like a, um, made like a, a tape with some mates who were also really keen on music mm-hmm. um, called Dark Side of the Goon. Um, very much a parody tape, um, but just sick. like YouTube to MP3 download instrumental, put it in um, Audacity. I don't know if you know Yo, that. it's like the yeah. the paint, MS Paint <laughs> of the music world. Yeah. Um, put it in that, like record a um a verse and be like, and then put it on SoundCloud or even be like, yeah, got a, got a tape out now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a rapper.
0: Love that. That's a demo. <laughs> That's a demo.
1: Yeah, or it was actually a fully fledged yeah, tape for, true, for me. Yeah. I didn't know what a demo was. <laughs> um. And then I think a few years went past and then um, the band started up, Round Buddha mm. began.
0: So when was that? When was?
1: Uh, I was like 21, I think, maybe 22. Okay. So five-ish mm. years ago. I don't know. I wasn't there for the big Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, mm. sorry. Um, so this guy Pavel Kazanets, shout out Pavel, um, Shut up. He started up this band called Round Buddha. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was a jazz instrumental band. So they would play outside Imperial Lane on a Friday. Mm. And then I think they got paid, got paid like a hundred bucks or something, a couple hundred bucks mm-hmm. plus food for the night. So that was like, mm. that was awesome, mm. especially if you're flatting and you, you're living on living costs, which mm. are like 170 bucks for a week. Mm. Um, and then my mate Pavel was, like oh, yeah, come up and do like a verse for this thing. This would be cool. And people are kind of like sitting and having dinner, like in a nice, like kind of fancy <laughs> thing, and they're like playing smooth jazz. And I was like, "You sure?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine, it'll be fine." <laughs> and so I got up and like did a couple verses, like kind of thinking I'm just annoying these people eating dinner, <laughs> like trying to have like a date night, and there's like this skinny white guy <laughs> trying to like rhyme. <laughs> um, sorry, that, so well. <laughs> um,
2: that sounds peaceful.
0: <laughs> the, thing, the thing is like. I feel like this is getting to a point where you're about to say, but it was actually all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was all good. Yeah. It was all good. But I think um, that's <laughs> why I find it funnier because you're clearly like, you you must have like spun that narrative so much for you're <laughs> your head being like, what the fuck are yeah. we doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: and like, I don't know, when you're rapping or when I was rapping, then it was kind of like more of a like aggressive kind of tone, like the Eminem roots were kind of yeah. really coming <laughs> to the forefront. Yeah. Um, so I did that and that was cool. And then... But that was like kind of by the by, it wasn't an official thing. And mm-hmm. then um, and then they played a gig at Cassette and he was like, yeah, like this one song that you've been doing for us, like you're gonna get up and do that. And I was like, okay, sick. Like first gig, this is cool. Uh, it might've been like a madcap night or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got up into that and it went really, really well. And I was like, sick. And Pavel was like, "Yes, yeah, sweet band practices Tuesday next week, like <laughs> see you there. And I was like, oh, okay, done, <laughs> done. So that was like how I joined the band. And then I think maybe Six months or so went by and then um, they were like, oh, yeah, um, we're going to get a singer along to this next practice. And I was like, "Yes, yeah, sick, like um, rap and singing, like, you know, peas and carrots go together yeah. real well. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate and caramel, sorry, yeah, okay, sorry, so sorry. Um, <laughs> peas and carrots. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Holly arrived and then I think like the first, it was kind of like a you didn't really have anything prepared. It was just like, yeah, just have a jam on this. And then I think she started singing I just looked at everyone else in the band and I was like, oh my
3: God,
2: (laughs) that's (laughs) good!"
1: And then I think you were just in the band then? Was that like the...
2: Yeah, well, it was kind of the same for me where I thought we were... I was just like filling in. (laughs) Oh, great. So I I was just coming to practice for a a gig that we're doing at um, the first gig we all did together at that bar. Oh, Empire? Empire, Empire Tavern, Empire Tavern, mm-hmm. and then we did that gig, and then I was like, "Oh, so that's I'm not ever going to do that." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the same thing was like, "Band practice on Tuesday yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: next yeah. week." <laughs> we got another gig. How, how how did you like what were your social connections to the band? Like, how did you?
2: Um, so because I studied um, music at yeah. uni, we studied in the Kenneth Myers. Yeah. Building. Love um, that building. Amazing building. building. So cool. So cool. Um, and the jazz department also studied there. Mm-hmm. So um, we would normally just jam together. They would help us for our um, performances. And so I met Chris Townsend and Tom Taylor through that. Yeah. And that Tom Taylor's keys for Round butter, and then Tom um, Chris was drums. So. Right. They asked me and I think it was because Pavel, shout out Pavel, um, was leaving to go to Paris and he plays saxophone. So uh, they needed someone else to cover the melody side of things. So yeah. Yeah. And then fell into that trap too. and then mm.
1: <laughs> Yeah. So Pavel started trap. it all and then was like, oh, I'm out. See ya. So you guys carry on.
2: He was like the heart of the band as yeah, well. Yeah. And then he left and it was just a whole new, it was completely different to what yeah. it was. Before
0: us, before him. Mm. Yeah, it was great. Cool. And so, I mean, it was probably a very invasive question, (laughs) but you were obviously really impressed by her singing. Obviously. Were you like, Holy shit! I'm so into her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> <laughs> no, it
1: was, it was there was there was definitely an attraction there, but also Holly had a, a long term partner at the time, mm. so it was like a wasn't even kind of on the location. cards to to pursue that. Mm. Right. So that yeah, that took about a year of being in the band, maybe nine months or something.
2: A little longer than that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, close to a year, and then. Um, and then, yeah, it was my time to shine. <laughs> That's really That's weird really to say. really weird. Um, my time
2: to shine.
3: But,
1: yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we start we got together and then started going out and been together. And now we live at
2: his
0: parents' house. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, the dream.
1: Yeah. The dream.
0: But, I mean, like, how how long did Round Buddha go for before, like, because, I mean, it's not a thing.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. not a thing anymore, unfortunately. Um, I went for maybe two, uh, in well, total, probably like four years. Yeah. Then I came in maybe after a year. Um, okay. So I was in it for maybe two and a half, three years.
0: Right. So the iteration was both of you and it was like... It was like, yeah, two years.
1: Right. Yeah. Two years? Yeah.
0: Three years? I don't know.
1: Give or take. Um, it was December 2019 was the final gig. Right. Um. And yeah, the kind of, it got to a point where, cause it took up a lot of time during the week and obviously everyone worked and needed to make money. And then, um, oh, we went on a tour to, around New Zealand and Australia. Oh, that was really cool. Great. Um, <laughs> that was kind of, I think that was, the, that was the anchor to like keeping the thing together right. in like in a roundabout way. Because um, I think we did the tour and it was really fun. It was really cool. Like had a couple shows. A couple of steep learning curve shows oh, where like mm-hmm. turn up and in the crowd is just the support band and like one of their dads or something and that's kind of, that was kind yeah. of it playing in a place where no one knows you yeah uh, it was kind of a good reality check because like you play to your mates yeah. and they're all like oh you're so awesome like they're gonna say you're awesome anyway because mm-hmm. they're your mates shout out the mates um, <laughs> but then you go to somewhere else and you get like a kind of slap in the face of like oh we're not actually that good.
0: Or like <laughs> we have to really prove ourselves. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. correct yeah. correct
1: yeah. um but then t- doing the tour we fell into like the uh the debt hole of um probably poor planning and mm-hmm. <laughs> and not enough ticket sales so so following the tour we were kind of like sick done that like should we do another one and we're like oh no actually like we owe lots of money so <laughs> let's just like keep practicing and, and playing local shows to like yeah try and pig that back um and it took us like a good year or so to get like halfway through it and we were kind of like uh, like um one of the guys was was leaving the band so we we're kind of getting someone to fill in for the shows mm. and then we had a, another couple of musicians to play with us you had to pay them to play mm. with you obviously it was just
2: a nightmare to organize bit of a shambles and we weren't like motivated about it anymore mm. kind of lost inspiration and um, I think a few of us also were struggling with some mental health as well mm. poor mental health and yeah. it just all turned to shit really and I think we all mutually decided like let's just go off and do our own thing yeah, yeah.
1: but yeah. before we do let's have like a final blowout and try yeah. and like get this debt from like what it was to as small as possible so then we, when we walk away we're not super out of pocket yeah um, so yeah that was that was like and but after the last show it was the best show we ever played. And Everyone was like, oh man, we're so good at here. Yeah, and I was good.
2: I was like, oh,
1: I don't. Yeah, Can every of,
2: show be like Yeah, this? it kind of sparked another, <laughs> yeah. like, oh,
1: like, yeah. do we, do we, no, but it, we'd made a big song and dance about like it being the final, final hit out. So, yeah, you know, couldn't.
2: But <laughs> I have pitched it to jackson mm, yeah the idea <laughs> i really want to get everyone together again get but i think <laughs> he's like it's not gonna be the same and he's right but mm. then i had a little side convo with chris as well i was like let's get it back together and he's like yeah <laughs> we'll call it something different but yeah i don't know it might be just time for something completely different mm, yeah yeah it's cool i like i like performing with people With the band is really like nice When it's eh? like Everyone's in it together You know It's not like Oh I'm Holy R4 And I'm playing with Some session musicians That are also playing With a million other Artists yeah. Like yeah. It's not when, when The collective Is a collective That's yeah. like a whole new vibe And I don't think I appreciated that At the time Yeah And then when that all left I was like Oh Okay mm. It's not gonna be like that Again
0: Yeah
1: Yeah That was a big vibe and then see, seeing bands play now, you're kind of yeah. like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Every time I watch Molly and the Chromatics, <laughs> oh my God, I'm like, oh, that could have been us. <laughs> it makes me really sad. I'm like, that's so good. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah. Damn it, Round Butter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. What was that like um, for you? I guess like. Your relationship stemming from the band And then the band sort of falling apart I don't know How did that how did that feel for you as a couple?
1: How did that feel for you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, um,
2: I don't know I always worried that it was because of this The band?
1: Oh, what do you mean? What that was? the
0: band fell apart
1: Oh, right Ooh.
2: I don't know if that's what you're kind of getting um, at
0: I don't know I don't really know what I was getting at so But that's, that's what, what I'm answer. getting at yeah. <laughs> um,
2: No but Yeah I think I always worried it was like a whole Fleetwood Mac <laughs> Situation <laughs> It wasn't but mm. then I wondered what everyone else was thinking Like mm. is that why yeah. the spark left Because now there's this you know, the whole other the dynamic. rapper and the singer are banging each other. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> have we ruined this? <laughs> right, right, yeah. But
0: it sounds like there were many, many other yeah. factors at play. Oh, yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah. I think it was like on a slow trajectory to that anyway. Mm. But, mm. um yeah. I guess it was kind of sad as well because that's how we met. So yeah. saying goodbye to Ram Butter was like, n- not saying goodbye to you, obviously, but just to that history of our part of the relation. Mm. That part of our relationship. Yeah. And so to say goodbye to that was kind of sad. Um yeah. I don't
1: know. No, I I agree with all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kinda of, I I don't know I felt I don't know if you felt this, but like maybe a bit of pressure sometimes to that, like, I don't know, if if we're having like a scrap or whatever, then does that like bleed through into the band mm. vibe and like kind of fuck that up? Mm. Or um if the band's kind of like in a in a bit of a shit way, then is that gonna bleed into our relationship? And mm. I don't know there's kind of a yeah through another dynamic into the mm. into the circle. Mm.
2: I think inherently it did. Like, it's like for example, if your parents are fighting and they're trying to hide it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. just through body language and the way yeah, people yeah. are talking, like it just changes the whole vibe. So, mm. but I'm not. Putting the blame on us for No, no,
0: no The demise of reality <laughs> and, and, the re, and the reality is that Like yeah. if not Relationship <laughs> dynamics Then it's friendship dynamics Or just bandmate mm. dynamics yeah. Or whatever Yeah, right?
2: like, for sure For sure Yeah, exactly
0: yeah.
2: yeah It's a hard thing to maintain And I I Fully respect people Who can't do that Yeah Like yeah. especially Like Molly and the Chromatics. Yeah,
1: it's like a lot of There's a lot of admin Behind the scenes admin That you kind of don't even see at all. yeah. But then when you're kind of in the thick of it, you're like, oh, shit, this is like, like you can see why bands just get a manager straight away. They're like, I'm yeah. not going to do any of that. I'm just going to mm. get a manager and they're mm. going to sort it all out.
3: Because,
1: mm. yeah, we just did it all ourselves, which is also another really good learning curve. And mm. I think we, I, I learned heaps from that. Um, kind of like another flatting situation, but yeah. <laughs> a band situation. Yeah, you're right. So that was really cool. and really, really thankful for that. Um, yeah, good, good learning curve.
0: So what's next for either of you musically? Mm. That's my big question. Mm, that's my big question. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: I'm currently working on a new project called Auntie Ray. Um I had a realization that I was kind of sick of my sad soul songwritery. Um, vibe that I was going with for quite a long time mm. <laughs> and then saying goodbye to Ram Buddha meant that I wouldn't be able to express that fun side of me anymore mm. and so then I just kept producing all these more sad songs not sad not that anything's wrong with sad songs but mm. I was kind of just getting a bit sick of it so I started um, trying my hand at producing my own stuff and um some and rapping just as a new way of songwriting um so I'm just exploring that at the moment and I should have a new song coming out in a few months it's nearly finished it's still sad but it's different
0: (laughs) cool cool (laughs) but yeah is it all rap or are you going to be singing no
2: no it's just I I don't know I wouldn't (coughs) I don't want to call it rap I guess like More
1: uh, almost like spoken word
2: Yeah I guess spoken Mm. Singing
0: I I can kind of imagine what you mean It's interesting that you say that though as well Because I feel like um, Sometimes A more feminine style of rap Like we're a little bit afraid to call it rap Because it isn't that sort of like really harsh masculine Mm. Yeah yeah. that's true Cutting sort of rap
2: Yeah and I don't want to undermine the fact That women can rap But I think mine's more on, like, the R&B side of rap, you know? Yeah, Um, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Like, when you say rap, it sounds like Eminem rap. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not really that. But I really enjoy it as a new way of um, writing because it's, like, you can can use so many more words, you can make many more weird sounds, and you can tell many more stories. But with singing, it's, like, you're so limited. Mm.
3: Mm.
0: So, yeah,
2: that's what I'm working on at the moment.
0: Cool. I, sorry, I just have one more question about it. Sorry, I don't Follow, want to Follow up, no, continue, continue. <laughs> um, So you're producing it yourself. So are you, um, you, you've produced it like end-to-end yourself or? Um, no, I, so normally
2: I'll just produce it to a demo quality yeah. or ha- just with the, yeah. you know, the bones of the song that yeah, I want yeah. and then I'll um, collaborate with another producer. So oh, at the cool. moment I'm yeah. working with um, Arkshay, who's an amazing producer and he's in a band called Keith and he also does his own music as well. Cool. So yeah, usually I, I start off by producing it myself and then get someone new ears and new eyes cool. to help me make it into what I'm trying to Nice. Yeah. Cool. It's That's fun. It's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. Mm. Cool.
1: Yeah. Um I'm just continuing writing um, with a couple of producers. So my mate Cam um, makes a lot of beats. Um, also Silas downstairs mm-hmm. um, send me a couple of beats and Akshay as well. Mm. Collaborating is just so fun. Eh? I oh. don't know if you do that a lot with poetry. Is that, a, yeah. is that a thing? Um, or it's very much a solo solo I, adventure?
0: I, I, just, I mean, for, for me, it's currently uh, more of a solo venture. Mm. Um, but I'd love to do more collaboration Both yeah. in the side of like Collaborating with other poets To write yeah. But also collaborating With like other mediums yeah. to, mm. to explore that Like um, Yeah poetry and music worked together so well Like spoken word And mm. music um, Fantastic Yeah um, Peas and carrots
1: <laughs> No not peas and carrots <laughs>
2: Have you done poetry
0: with music? I haven't. I really want to though. Mm. Yeah. Every time I've done it, it's been almost sort of like this just like accidental thing where like we're like sort of like jamming out and then yeah. I'll be like, oh, can I read you a poem? And then I'll read a poem it actually go really well with the music. It's like, yeah. oh my God, this works. Yeah. Like, you know, um, but I've, yeah, I've never really properly collaborated on that before, but that's something I'd really like to do. Um, and then also, um, poetry and visuals. I'd really like to make like yeah. poetry videos. Cool, like music videos, but
2: yeah, with poetry. Nice. Yeah. Is, like this might do. be a really stupid question, but is poetry something that you record and release?
0: <laughs> I guess not. Um, I've never thought about it that way. Like, because for me, it's always been like I'm writing to perform live. Mm. But there's no reason why you wouldn't be able to record. Yeah. And release poetry, but I think generally people write and then publish yeah. In books, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, Um or alternatively making yeah, like poetry videos, which isn't a huge thing in New Zealand yet. Like there's a little
1: bit from yeah. keywords. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Bring it. <laughs> Watch yeah. the space.
2: Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds yeah. exciting. I don't think yeah. I've come across a poetry video.
1: Hmm. Oh no, I've seen it like Dominic Hoey's done a couple, I think. Yeah. Dom's done um, a few.
0: Um, And then also people like Muhammad Hassan, Mm -hmm. he's done a few as well. Cool. Um, And Action Education, who is a group that mainly work with secondary students for poetry. They produce some with um, people who were year 13 last year. Um, They did a whole series with them. At the end of last year slash early this year about what their experience of lockdown in their final year of high school was like. Oh. Cool. So they wrote poems and then they got um Connor Pritchard Pritchard? Yep. Pritchard? Pritchard? Yep. Um to <laughs> to direct all of those videos cool. as well. So there's a whole series on those. Yeah. That's so realistic. they do exist, but they're yeah. not like something that a lot of people know about, I think. Mm. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah, there's a whole side
0: of the arts that I just
2: am so unaware of, mm. I feel like when you're in the music side, you it's hard to like, I don't know, you'll, you'll really be exposed to, you know, the poetry side or the visual arts side unless mm. un, unless interactions like this, yeah. like meeting new people, yeah. But yeah,
0: for me, I think that's the most exciting idea in, in collaborating. I'm um, not that I don't want to collaborate on poetry. I do, but like for me, going across mediums is probably the yeah, yeah. More that's ex- really cool. exciting, yeah, part, yeah. Did you guys as Round Buddha, Did you ever collaborate to like make music videos or anything? Did you did you ever do any of that?
1: Uh, no, we didn't do a music video or like live um, sessions or something. We did.
2: Oh yeah, we did a live session at Kenneth Meyer
1: Centre. <laughs> oh yeah, that was good, and got got people to film it. Um, mm. And we did. We actually recorded our last three songs in Holly's flats basement. Oh. Um Which is, I don't know, it sounds like a really good idea in theory, but like when you go to a studio, there's all these things set up that are just kind of.
0: You don't you accept
1: think, them as, yeah. as they are, but then you go like, okay, sweet, we'll just do that. And like recording live drums in itself is just like a mare. Well, um, the
2: flat was right next to a main road as well, so, yeah.
1: oh, so like yeah. hopefully no trucks will come. Yes, yeah. mm. um, many trucks pass. Then also thing. got um, Ben to come film um, oh, a bit cool. of it. That mm-hmm. was that was really cool.
2: Actually, he mixed it as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. So collaborating with people in that sense has yeah. been really good. But yeah, didn't didn't quite get to the music video stage. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the next step in, in terms of mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. So once I've got like a, a cohesive piece of of music, like an EP or something, is finding one or two that to take it the next step and and yeah. do a music video would be really cool. Mm.
2: But then mm. like the music video part freaks me out because mm. then you got to know what your visual brand is. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm just working it's a learning curve. <laughs> but again, like it's got to learn. It's a
0: collaboration as well. That whoever's coming in to direct it, mm. yeah, um, they're going to have their own ideas on what would work well visually as well. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. um,
1: so kind of back them a little bit to, to guide you on that. Yeah. Well, that would be my, my technique. And I
2: feel yeah. like if I did a music video, I wouldn't be in it. Oh. Or well, would
1: it be super abstract to be colors flashing on the screen <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> for I want to be and and a half minutes. into a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> a cartoon would be very cool.
0: Yeah, yeah I don't know. Animated. I don't know. But you could also you yeah, I mean you could also have it completely with actors. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah like
1: Yeah. But yeah, collaborating is, is really fun. So just trying to do a lot of that. Yeah. And especially having the space here. Yeah, I don't actually come here very often because mm. work's been so hectic and I don't know, everything mm. else in life mm, that kinda mm, takes mm, over. Mm, mm, I don't know if you get the same stees in poetry where like
0: <laughs> Hundies.
1: Every other thing out everything else just Happens to prioritize itself above yeah. your creative thing, and then you get to the end of yeah. the day, you're like, oh, I'm tired now. I'll do it tomorrow." Yeah. And then yeah. a year goes by, and you're like, yeah. "Oh shit." Yeah. So yeah, ha- but having this space here is really, really cool to yeah. um to just have like you say like a workspace or a writing space. Yeah. Because I've got a workspace, and it's like a ten minute walk down the road, which yeah. is really nice. Um. So then coming here after work, that was the idea of it, anyway, is to like I'll finish work. Walk up here, spend an hour or two just writing or collaborating with whoever's here, yeah. And then go home after that and do dinner and whatnot. Yeah, um, yeah. hasn't quite. It started out with a hiss and a roar, and it was really yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, it was like a three or four times a week, and now wow. I'm kind of down to like once every fortnight at the moment. Yeah. Um but keen to pick that back up. Always, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it's interesting how you say that because um, I'm currently doing a writing class with Dominic Hoey. Cool. And we're sp-
1: learn to write good.
0: Well, well, learn to write good. I think is more of like a a, a, like he does sort of one offs. This is like a whole year. Oh, cool! But it's 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 connected. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So we meet weekly, and um, he's like, yeah, you should be writing half an hour every day. Yeah. And every single time I go to class, I'm like, surely I'll do it this week. (laughs) And then every single Monday before class, I'm like, fuck, I didn't do that. Yeah. Like you know. Mm. So.
1: Yeah, and easy to beat yourself up about it as yeah, well like, oh, And yeah. then kind of sp- you spiral down You're like, oh, I'm such yeah. an idiot yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Am I even a poet? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: yeah yeah And half an hour doesn't sound like a long I mean, it's not yeah. a long time But no. to get to that mm. To get into your seat and into that mind state of Okay, I'm going to just practice writing for half an hour That's mm. like, that's a, that's a skill in itself Yeah, you've yeah. got to reserve that half yeah. an hour
1: Yeah Out of your day
2: yeah. I guess that's that's especially why it's good that you have
1: this space.
0: Mm,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, you've been – I imagine you've been able to give yourself a little bit more time to work on creative stuff then.
2: <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, I do have a bit more time than Jackson, but I still <laughs> have the same problem. Yeah. Like, I don't know, um, I definitely have – progressed a lot more like I've given more time into learning how to you know produce and yeah. whatnot but it could always be better like some people are doing it all day and I'm like Ugh. like I need at least a three-hour break to just like <laughs> do nothing <laughs> yeah to live <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know But I'm just trying to work on the not beating myself up about it because um it's always there and it's just a part of me anyway which is um uh, a privilege to even just have the talent anyway and I can pick it up pick it up anytime and I mean I'm just making excuses for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Like I tried when I left my job, I tried to come up with a schedule for mm. myself, like wake up at seven thirty, you know, do the exercise, do the breakfast, and then <clears throat> before lunchtime spend such and such hours doing anything musical, even if it's just writing or even just writing in a journal, mm. like about my day, which I do keep up every day, which is good. Um, but then that, I don't know, just things change and then mm. you kind of forget about that whole dream of having a schedule and yeah. how organised I could be without a job and it's just not like that
0: really. But Yeah, that's not... I agree. Yeah, it's not
2: like that. <laughs> I think it's good. Like that's why I'm trying to find a job now is just to have the balance. Yeah, you know, mm. you need
1: having that. routines really good as well. Yeah,
2: you need the contrast. You need to know why you appreciate the thing. Yeah. You know, like too much of anything good is bad, and I think that's what I'm struggling with at the moment. Is I have all this time to do whatever I want, and I'm just kind of wasting it. Mm-hmm. Not entirely, but I could be doing way more. Yeah. And so if I had like a part time job, I'd come home from that job feeling grateful that, oh, yes, I want to sit down and write, or mm. yes, I want to sit down and listen to music, or write mm. in my journal, or. It seems more like an opportunity than a chore. Yeah. 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 Mm. And I, I don't want it to stay a chore.
1: And that's mm. what it comes down to as well was like just having fun doing it. Because that's, that's why I started doing it, because it was fun. It was mm. really, really fun. Mm. And so when you get on like a kind of comes in waves as well like mm. you might write for like two hours straight mm. just because it's really fun you're on like a really good kind of train of thought yeah and then other times you'd be like i, I could write now but i just wouldn't enjoy the process yeah. which you should probably just push through and do that half an hour every day Yeah. <laughs> thanks Dom. that's
0: what, what don would be saying right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, don't yeah. listen to him <laughs>
1: yeah thanks yeah. Dom. um <laughs> but yeah i think it's about like you kind of got to overcome that that um mental barrier that you put up for yourself of like, Mm. oh like Mm. I'll do it I'll do that later. Like that'll Mm. be fine. But then, you know, six months go by and you're like, oh, I've got nothing to show for it.
2: Yeah. I think Um, you're really good at that though. Like you just you'll be like, okay, I'm gonna write for ten minutes. Do you wanna write with me? I'll be like, no. But then (laughs) you'll still do it, you know? Like I think once you have the idea, you're like, okay, I'm just gonna do it, whether it's shit or it's not shit. Whereas a lot of people are like, I don't want the disappointment of it being shit Mm. and it being a waste of time, which it never is a waste of time. Yeah. But, you know, like that's a mental barrier that you have to... Deal with
1: yeah, it's like an initiative and responsibility you kind of have to put on yourself, which is mm. really hard to do sometimes. Mm. um But that's also just another excuse. Oh, it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Jason. <laughs> well, I don't know. It,
0: it. I don't know. Holly makes it sound like you're a little bit more disciplined around. He's it. very disciplined. He's
2: <laughs> very disciplined. He's got books and books and books of writing. Of Eminem raps, <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> of his own original raps.
0: Um, mm. Yeah, you're you're pretty good at that. Even though you said that it's fallen away recently. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: I think you feel like you could do way better. Yeah,
1: I'll, I think I'll always feel like that, yeah. regardless of of what I get done. And it's it's also really nice coming here and seeing. I met Harry who's here, he's always working on something and Silas is, mm. every day he's got a new beat to like mm. share and mm. that's really co- like quite inspiring almost mm. to to just surround yourself with people almost like by osmosis. We can mm, just, you yeah. know, <laughs> maybe mm. I'll get a little bit of inspiration mm. from that. So yeah. it's it's cool. Almost like them making someone else making something is like almost the first step for you to then progress. Because mm. if you're sitting down, you're like blank piece of paper, what am I going to write about like? Work was really hard. No, that's lame. Um, <laughs> love song. No, there's a thousand love songs. Okay. What, like, what do I write about? Yeah. But if someone comes to you and is like, hey, I've got this idea. Like, what do you think? And then you can mm. kind of branch off that. Yeah. I, I really enjoy doing that. That's yeah. really fun.
0: For sure. Do you find um, that living together because you're both creative and musical that you can like, I don't know, bounce ideas off each other and like...
1: Yeah, a little music. bit. To an extent, I think.
2: I think we've started doing that a bit now or I'm trying to because I want to learn more about how I can progress my rap career. Mm. (laughs) You've come to the right place. It's your
3: time to (laughs) (laughs) shine. Yeah it's my time to
2: shine. A couple weeks ago we did a little writing getaway to this bush property up north that Jackson's parents own with another family. Amazing. Yeah and we went with um our friends Cam and Shay and then us two. And um, Cam and Shay were deep in the produce mode Um, and Jackson's just riding away but I just had no motivation but I really wanted to like engage with how Jackson writes. Mm. And then (laughs) so I just asked if we could write something together Mm. and so then we started writing... um, a, a rap a rap a verse together and i i found that quite fun because mm. we work so differently mm. and it's such a different way of writing from what i normally do what
0: what how, how how does he write differently to you
2: um well i well at, in that situation i actually learned that he has some processes i thought he just <laughs> wrote words yeah yeah interesting so, yeah so he um taught me like some actual rhyme techniques, rhyming this word here and then this word here. And so Mm. um, I did actually take that away and thought about how I could use that in my own music. But Mm. yeah, it was interesting to actually see his process and Mm. now I appreciate it a bit more and actually think you're talented a little bit. Oh, thanks. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I would like to do that more. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think maybe you were try- You were struggling a bit because...
1: Nah, it, was, it, was, it worked really well to get like, it made you kind of, or made me look at my own writing technique in like a third person sense because I would just write how I write normally. And then I think what I tend to do is if there's like four bars or whatever and there's, I don't know, 16 beats in the bar, then I'll just try and make 16 syllables like right mm-hmm. the way through. So it's mm-hmm. like kind of be- like every beat or every like gap has a word in it, mm. yeah. and Holly would be like, "You don't need to fill up every every gap, like because mm. sometimes I'll just be like, and just say a thousand words, and no one no one knows what I'm talking about, yeah." Um, and Holly's like, "You don't have to fill up every word," and I'm like, "I this is what I do, like this is like sub unconsciously, I'm just filling up every single space, so like, and I know the the old adage of like you know, a gap." says more than like a word could say in that, mm, in that particular yeah. spot. Um, so that was really, really interesting to reflect on your own techniques. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that worked really well.
0: Collaborating.
1: Collaborating so good. And it was, it was a really <laughs> nice environment as well because it's all just native bush. Surrounded, you're surrounded by native bush. Um, mm. And it's all on solar power as well. So wow. actually we, did, we went Friday night um, and probably jammed till maybe two, 1 or 2 a.m., and then all Saturday day and, and we hit about 11.30 p.m. and the solar panel, I was, the inverter started beeping at us and I was like, oh shit, went and checked in, the battery's on 0%, <laughs> everything's still running and I was like, oh, we've got probably like two minutes, like <laughs> quickly record this, quickly yeah, now. And then, yeah, rush. And big rush and then just like, zhoo, everything turned off, like oh speakers and amps and everything and I was like, oh. Oh, hope well, that was that was a good run. Yeah, <laughs> wow. But yeah, it was a really nice. I think we've talked about it a lot to be like, oh yeah, it'd be a perfect like riding spot, but not, mm. when no one's ever done it yet. Mm. So that was a cool kind of um trial run to yeah. and and it worked perfectly. Like as if you've done like a riding getaway at I all. I have yeah.
0: Dom has told yeah. me and the whole class that that's something that Yeah. we should do. Um but yeah, I haven't do yet it. done it. Yeah, but yeah. because
1: I wasn't Don't really show. sure how it would run as well because yeah. with the four of us, uh, there was going to be maybe a few other people as well. I was thinking no, we're going to have to like split off into a couple of groups and then like people can kind of swap and mm. who's going to lead it and who's going to like, mm. you know. And I was kind of <laughs> a little bit nervous. I was like hosting it and I was <laughs> like, oh shit, Like, what if this is a big flop? And everyone's like, oh, I'm not going there again. <laughs> but it, it actually worked really well. So there's just four of us and two beat makers and two kind of writers, but then they also That's write great. and we throw in our two cents on on the production side as well. So. Sounds
0: incredible. Yeah, it
1: was, it was really, really fun. So definitely do a few more of those as well. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. You want to get involved? So. Yeah, actually <laughs> I was just thinking it would be really
2: cool to have, like I think it worked because we all did different things mm. and then so if we were to get more people, it would be good to get people. Different styles. Different style and even mm. from a different medium of mm. Arts would be cool to get someone. Yeah, right. There, just
0: we can discuss this more. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> but yes, um, that sounds so cool. Where Where is that? You say up north, um,
1: in Fire. Nah, just south of Mount <laughs> <of Munk laughs> So it's I actually know north of there. So it's a place called Pidora. It's like just past the Brindabans, or well, it's in oh, the Brindabans, okay. basically. Oh, okay. yeah. So the driveways on Stay High One. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So it's cool. not too far away. It's like a one and a half hour drive. Yeah, so cool. That's really good.
0: Oh my gosh! Um,
1: Quickly on your poetry with music, would Mm. you do it? Oh, I guess if you do it to to the beat, then it's more of a rap. But if you Mm. would you just have like a bed, (laughs) and then you just speak over the bed of music?
0: Yeah, that's that's more sort of what I imagine. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Have you ever heard of the band? I'm gonna say I'm gonna pronounce it Lyra. It's like L Y R. They're a British band. No. Um,
1: They do spoken word.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's essentially just a bit of music and then spoken word. Mm. But they still like sort of um, weave it in so that when there's like a crescendo in the mood of the poem, there's like crescendos in the music as well. Yeah. It just works incredibly well. Can recommend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Liar. Cool. Mm.
2: I wonder though, even though it's not to a beat. They would structure it to a beat, though, right? Yeah, I
0: mean, like, the same way poetry has its own rhythm yeah. generally. But mm. I think often um, poetry can be a little bit more flexible in how that rhythm works. Yeah. It doesn't have to be as as strictly. Like, I don't think in in bars and beats. Yeah. I don't. Mm. When I write poetry, I don't think that way. Yeah. I think about the way that, um, I don't know, I, th- I think about the way that Inflections and yeah. emphasis sort of like creates a flow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not necessarily. I'm I'm not necessarily counting syllables. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 But then again, I didn't come to poetry from form poetry. I came at it from just like performance. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. But I don't know. It could go. That's either cool. way. Yeah. I'm <laughs>
1: here.
2: I feel like it would be tricky. Especially performing it live with music. If you like have an actual song.
3: Mm,
1: yeah. There would be some form of counting in like the
2: Nick level skill. Mm. Something I else to learn.
1: Do you don't think you could? <laughs> no, I reckon I could. Oh, oh, yeah, no, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, that takes yeah. some talent. Yeah. I'm really curious to hear um, the sort of rap but not... Necessarily, the most masculine <laughs> iteration of rap that is going to come out of out of your yeah your project.
2: I, I think I last year I heard this artist called Lexa Moore. I don't mm. know if you've heard of her. She's a um, UK rapper and she mm. um she raps like really like close to the mic and like mm. da, 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 da. it's more like conversational mm, but mm, it's mm. got a little bit of tone to it and mm. but not too much and it's real subtle and mm. I heard that and I was like, I feel like I could do that. Um and especially cause, uh someone might correct me, um, but I feel like UK rap is quite similar to yep. some New Zealand rap. Yeah. And so when, when I heard that I could a uh, I could kinda hear it in my own style and yeah. in my own music cool. um so yeah it's kind of like like that like mm. some more and then I'm trying to think of other people i
0: don't know i've got a mate um becca who um has done some work in a band the back chat. oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. She also does a sort of like she rap does yeah, sort of, but it's not again not like the
2: it's like yeah yeah that's like sing- singy rap yeah like, I don't know yeah. I don't want to that makes it sound lame but it definitely yeah. isn't yeah, lame yeah. yeah yeah we need maybe we need a new term for yeah it. yeah <laughs> yeah I definitely want to come up with my own genre. <laughs> <laughs> just to be extra cool
3: Because
0: <laughs> that's cool Have right. you heard
1: mm-hmm. aunt, uh, Auntie Ray? It's like Yeah a <laughs> <laughs> It's like Singing in a mem, Eminem
0: rap <laughs> No it's Love that, that. Alright Just looking at the time How are we doing? Have we got haiku? Oh, yep Oh, yes <laughs> <laughs> That I do Speaking of poetry Yes I never...
1: never written a haiku Were you going to say? No. <laughs> well
0: Nobody's going to be counting the syllables. Cool. I can see you guys counting the <laughs> syllables. i like, like do nah, I say it in the listen. syllables? Nobody like listens and is like one, two, three.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, good. He's writing in like, ah, oh, excuse me, <laughs> in your latest episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: Take it down. I'm reporting you to the Haiku Police.
1: Um, didn't quite get the exact brief on this, but are we doing it about each other? Yes, correct. Okay, cool. Yeah. Phew. Did you do the same? Yes, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I did the same. Yeah, you want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll go first because
2: okay. mine's probably not i I'll close, first. I'll close.
1: Okay, I'm the <laughs> opening set.
2: Um, this is, I didn't title it, but <laughs> Untitled. it's about Jackson Lester. <laughs> Demo. Um, words arrive quickly, penetrating minds with truths and nostalgia rhymes. Yes, I just made my own word. Oh. Nice. Nostalgia rhymes nice. That's
1: what you do
3: Nice Okay
1: Oh my I might not be that good <laughs> Okay Smoothest caramel <laughs> Holy like Water on tap Open and honest That's oh. <laughs> what you do
2: At least you didn't say Peas and carrots Yeah <laughs> <laughs> The P to my carrot.
1: (laughs) 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 Maybe not. Oh, no. I like that exercise. very sweet. (laughs)
0: Thank you, Tim. That was adorable. No, thank you. (laughs) Welcome. Do we want to wrap it there?
1: Yeah, I think so. Excellent. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having us.
1: Cool.